Coming up on Squats and Margaritas. It's important to remember that like we all appreciate the person who just says the truth a little bit and it like brings everybody down a notch. Like we're all doing our best to like stay above board. But if somebody just goes, I don't know, you guys, I I really shit the bed on that art project for the kids. I have no idea what we're supposed to do. Like if we just say it, then everyone's like, oh God, me too. We all of a sudden become very human and it feels way easier than these expectations we put on ourselves are just, they're already ingrained in us naturally as mothers. I don't know a mom that's like, I'm fine just passing, but we should be like, Hey, everybody's okay. Like as long as everybody's fed and kind of happy and we're all having moments together that offer a, a little bit of levity here and there, like we're all doing okay. We don't do that as moms. Cause we can't, it's like impossible for us to give ourselves a break. So you don't need another outside force doing it too. Hey, senorita, really nice to meet ya. This week on Squats and Margaritas, it's I Mom So Hard, the popular web series by real-life best friends, comedians, and moms speaking openly about their fears and failures. It became a podcast. It became New York Times bestselling books, a live national comedy tour where I met them, and they now have over 2 million devoted fans on social media. As a mompreneur, Kristen Hensley and Jen Smedley are goals. They built a brand based on their authentic selves, monetized it, and now they get paid to do what they love to do. Laugh together, drink wine, and make other moms feel less alone and seen. Welcome to Squats and Margaritas, Kristen and Jen. Hi. Hi. (laughs) That was a good introduction. You have a good voice for all this. Thank you. You feel good. You should do a podcast. You should (laughs) do a podcast. You know, that's how I got this. I was just alive on Instagram and a radio station gave me a podcast because I was like bitching about how hard it is to be a mom in the pandemic. And the program director is watching every week. And she was like, uh, she called me and she's like, we want you to host a show for podcast one. And I was like, what's it about? And she's like, no, just you do exactly what you're doing. Cause I've like interviewed like Teddy Mellencamp, but I would just ask like real housewives to go live. And they said, yes. And then we would talk, it would, it turned into a talk show. And then like podcast one made it a talk show. That's, <laughs> That's amazing. I know that couldn't be the more opposite of ours. They were like, Oh, <laughs> your guys' voices on a podcast. I don't Whatever. know. Really? Like, no, we should be nasal Midwestern. I'm from Ohio. So I used to say Midwest, but I don't know if that's technically. I I never count Ohio as fully Midwest because it's, you go there and it looks like New York. And I'm like, but, (laughs) but they do understand a good casserole. So there is, there's, there's lap over, but there's a lot of pushback on whether or not I think my husband and I argue all the time about everything, but we do argue also about whether Ohio is the Midwest. Where does your husband stand? Does he think it is the Midwest? And I was like, use Texas, the South. He's like, that's different. I'm like, I know it's not. And he's from Texas. I just like to start arguing. If you're solidly from the middle, Ohio isn't really the Midwest. It's East. It's East. And then it's real confusing in LA. People are like, you're from back East. And I'm like, no, we're from the (laughs) middle. If somebody said you're from back East, I'd be like, um, who just got fancy all of a sudden? Okay. <laughs> okay. Never being thought. straight geographic or you're being like what it's called, like the South. I live in Alabama, but Texas is more South. I mean, I it, don't live in Alabama. Why did I say that? I live in Georgia. Atlanta. Atlanta. I'm new here. I've lived here a year. Yeah, but that's, it, that's the South, Georgia. But why isn't Texas is more Southern? I don't know. Texas got, you know, 
And again, I love my husband and all of Texasness. <laughs> you know what? Let's just let Texas be whatever it wants to be because it'll get mad at us. And I'm very intimidated by Texas. We don't want Texas mad at us. I'm so close to it. No. I don't want to start anything. I have listened to so many interviews that you guys have done and everybody starts it the same way. How did you guys meet? But I already know that. <laughs> I know you're both from Nebraska, but you met in LA in a parking lot after a comedy show. I'm going to start yes. somewhere else. There was only one obvious place to start, and that is Jason Momoa. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, I need yeah. more information. What is happening there? What happened there? How I see he's following you. <laughs> Can oh, we start yeah. there? Yeah. Let's okay. Go. I enjoy uh, trolling said thirst traps on the social medias. So <laughs> there was when we very first started. I mom so hard. It was kind of our first video like this. We both had one hunk of hunk of burning love in common. And that was Jason Momoa. We were both game of Thrones, huge fans. We both agreed because Jen and I have very different tasting guys. So like, but we were both like lock, stock and barrel about Jason Momoa. We were like, that guy's perfection. So we did this video on our Instagram or it might've been on our, it was on our Facebook page, but it was kind of the beginning of Instagram for us. And all it was, was a video of us, going through his Instagram and in like Jen at one point was like, that guy could be taking a crap behind a dumpster and I'd still find him attractive. Like it was, we just didn't, we never in a million years thought he would see it. Yeah. So I was terrible to Instagram. We were new to it and we were on the road. We were touring. We, we had like 27 followers at the time. <laughs> he wrote a giant paragraph on our page on Instagram. And he's like, Oh my God, ladies, this friend of mine sent this video to me and you guys are so funny. I'd love to do a video with you. Oh my God, this is so cool. So meanwhile, because I suck, I don't check Instagram for like eight weeks. No, I don't. I don't. For I forget we have one. You ghosted Jason Momoa. I didn't mean to. How cool is that? That's how you hook them. That's how you get them. That's the coolest I've ever acted about anything <laughs> ever in my life. So I literally, um, a mom from Facebook messaged us and goes, did you guys see that Jason Momoa made like wrote on your, I didn't even know how to get to the Instagram. And then Jen loves to, I uh, called her. Crying. Um, crying. Oh. And I thought like something really bad had happened, but it was that Jason Momo was following us and I hadn't seen it. And then she just, I think what, took an Ambien and sent him a whole bunch of weird <laughs> messages and apologies and topless photos. But, here, but here's the nice thing. Here's the nice thing. Because we're both on the account, I just always sign off Jen. I'm like, I love Jen. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Um, hey, but we, you know, he's been really good to us. And, uh, he, he's from Iowa and Hawaii though. He's family in both. And, um, he's just been super cool and super supportive. So when we did our, um, our Amazon special, our comedy special, he reached out to us and said, I want to share about your comedy special, send me all the information. So I'm like, my like hands are like not working fast enough. And he shared it. And like, one day we got like 20,000 extra followers because of him. And for us, that's just huge. Like it was such, yeah. it was such a cool move for him to use his star power and wave it towards us, which is yes. he also has a pretty face. In our, 
in our, um, our, in our Amazon special, he's, his image is in it. Like he's a big part of that. Cause when Kristen and I were, cause we never have this overlap and who were like, find attractive <laughs> and almost I the opposite. That, we're always like, what? No, yeah. he's universal. Yeah. I, he's, I didn't even let my subconscious like accept that I was attracted to him, but I was watching game of Thrones with my husband one time. And he was like, Oh my God, look at how you're looking at him. My husband was so upset. And I was like, wait, no. Oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and Chris and I were talking about it and we couldn't even speak. We were just like, do you, have you seen the guy? Oh, I can't. Yeah. I so he, we had his picture as one of our crushes in that first show and he let us use his image and everything was like super cool about it. One of his best friends came to the premiere party and was yeah. like, we're, we're watching it with, with Kristen and Jen right yeah. now. Like it was so nice. Please tell her, please tell her that you, about Brit seeing him at oh. the store. And then my husband is such a good sport that last Christmas he was doing last minute shopping at REI, like all men do. And then also, so was Jason Momoa wearing pajamas and a flannel blanket and he can, he can, he's he just like had this everyone. mountain of stuff. And my husband was like, that guy is dressed confidently. That's gotta be somebody famous. And then he turns around, he sees it's Jason Momoa. And my husband's got the kids. I think Kristen, we were doing a show, weren't we? We, we were, were out of town or something. We were either film doing the podcast or we were doing a show. I can't remember. Cause I think I started crying at that one too. So yeah, cause I missed the call. So he couldn't do a FaceTime with us. So my <sighs> husband goes after me and he's like, uh, I'm, I'm married to them. I'm sorry. Like at first he was a little bit like, Oh gosh, he's like, like, Oh God, please just let me. Yeah. <laughs> but then my husband goes, I'm married to one of them. I'm so hard girls. And he goes, Oh, like really nice and pleasant. So he was like, yeah. we well, say hi. Cause they're both going to die if, if yeah. they know that I saw you. So he sent this like super nice message to us. It was adorable. He's literally so cool. And the thing is, is like, he he's a bro. He's a dude. Like he's a dude through and through. <laughs> and like, that's where we're from. So we speak that language, but he, we are not done with him. We are convinced that at some point we're going to do something with maybe like water, like saving the earth, whatever. We will be aqua moms. Aqua like, we will, we will. <laughs> Aquamons. Fucking mermaids if we have to. Like, whatever. I just need to see this through. And by see it through, I mean stand next to him and he would follow you. He sees everything you do. And just so you know, because I looked to see if he was following you, he follows two celebrities. So you know, only two checks. Everybody else like are friends. Jennifer Lopez and I Mom So Hard. That is it. There's no one else. Like that is it. Everybody else is like a friend, like not a celebrity. So it that's is a amazing. thing. That's amazing. <laughs> I checked today because so I was like, he's still following way. them, right? Because I don't want it to be like a touchy, like if you guys had a follow. No, no. Because if he unfollowed us, I would literally, <laughs> I would make it a tire. social media like, campaign we about how my feelings are hurt. And he would have to just follow us again out of just sheer fear of me being crazy. And I'm not, he, he, you know, the thing is, is like he, um, his spirit is so good. And what we've created with him, he, he's become like our God, he would die if we said Fabio. <laughs> no, he cut his hair. Did you see? We even see I haven't what? seen it. I'm no. 
Do you know why he cut his hair? It was honorable. Yes, yeah. of course. Was, I'm like, but I'm not drinking a bottle. I'm gonna throw it away right now. I'm so sorry. Like whatever you say, yes. I will throw away. I don't all the use single-use water bottles. <laughs> he would love yes. that. I mean, yeah. listen, Kristen is not what you would call a conservationist, as it were. But Jason Momoa sends us canned water, and all of a sudden, she's like. Yeah. The, all, the only way Inverted. she can serve stuff, she's like, I'm not washing my hair for a couple weeks. But other you know than what? that, it's because I'm frugal. I don't like <laughs> So you can call it conservation, frugality, whatever. It aligns with his shit. And that's yes. all I need to know. It aligns. Yeah. And astrologically, we are very well put together. <laughs> you checked in. Yeah, she's had their charts see. done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The lady's like, oh, what a sign is this? Is your husband? No, it's uh, Jason. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe let's not. <laughs> We don't know. My husband, my husband's like, I'm not a Gemini. I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> this isn't about you. This is not about you. Oh my God. Life okay, is that, long. I, Life is long. I need to know the process of this. Like your best friends, you decide to share it all. You start making videos on YouTube. When did you know, like, this is a thing? Like, was there one that went viral or like what moment we were like, whoa, like we made something? Um, I think we... Well, first of all, and the only reason that I'm going to say this, we started on Facebook and the reason that's important is because it created that community that we saw that was the tell for us that something was up yeah. and it really came from like, we've told this story a thousand times, but it's worth repeating that it really came from this very real night of us having wine together. And Jen was in the thick of babies and I was in the thick of toddlers and, and we both just felt like we were doing such a shit job at it. And like, we both kind of thought we would be good at it, but we were both not feeling like we were good at it. And I think it was because we were measuring ourselves against all the shit that's on social media that just isn't true. Yep. And so we, Jen had this idea. She's like, well, how come nobody says it like this? And also like, there's nowhere to find levity. Like we're both comedians. We both love performing together. Like it's a disaster when we perform together in comedy shows. Cause all I do is just giggle the whole time. So, but we knew it was fun. So we thought let's, what happened if, if we could show that? And then we did our first video, but we didn't approach it the right way. We, we were, we weren't sure what we were. So we thought we should be fast, like happy and lively, but we were both not feeling that way at all. Yeah. So then we shot this intro to one part of a video and I introduced my kids and then Jen introduced her kids and she forgot Delilah's name and I've never laughed harder. And that is the clip that we both posted to our personal Facebook pages, just in an effort to see, like, is this the thing? It is this, it felt like the thing. It was like really fucking funny to watch and just to see her pain and her little hands come up and she's like, oh, oh. and it was delightful. And that's when we knew, cause like thousands of people commented on that. We were like, more than our birth announcements it's yeah. magic your authenticity like you're both comedians uh, somebody could come and cast two comedians to go and do your show and play off each other and it'd be funny but like i i couldn't breathe i was crying like there's a way that you are with your best friend that i mean anybody non-comedian like i have a best friend everybody's best friend you talk to them a certain way you say things you would only say to your best friend and that's you guys and we're like privy to it like we get to be a part of how you talk to your best friend like nothing is going to be as authentic as that you can't cast it like funny people yeah like your best friends and that is the magic 
It's well, magic. thank you. Yeah. I, we, we noticed like kind of early on, like we didn't like have this thought per se, besides noticing that like everything about motherhood was like really heavy or like advice related, which is brutal. Nobody wants it. I mean, I used to like be a member of this group on Facebook when I was up in the middle of the night, like breastfeeding, like, I don't know what to do about this thing. And you would get like all this angry, listen, breastfeeding moms up in the middle of the night, don't type anything. You shouldn't like your brain doesn't work. Don't give advice. Don't take advice. And it, it would always turn like dark or angry or something. And I was like, this is, this is not what we want. But fighting so over which boob you should be. Everybody's oh, like, oh. no, everybody yeah. judges. Yeah. But we were like, the thing that we would get like direct messages about was that we were friends and we sort of like figured out what the science was, was before we had kids, we made fun of each other mercilessly and we could always like, not in a mean way, but just like, like, I'm, I'm going to, she'd tell me something bad and I'd make her feel better. Cause I'd done a worse thing and vice versa, yeah. you know, and then we get each other do. shit about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Like you see, nobody's dying from it. And that's what a lot of women who were feeling like isolated from motherhood were missing. They hadn't like reconnected with their friends They, you know, they're it's every man for himself when everybody has a baby kind of. So, yes. And you don't say it like you could connect with your friends, but you're like, it's going great. She's sleeping through the night. Uh, my son is yeah. walking. Like you say the good stuff because nobody wants to be looked at as like a shitty mom. The universe would make you pay if you complained about this amazing gift. And you'd be yes. like, you know, it's irreverent to, to do it. More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this. Guys, we're moms. We're not out on the town every night anymore. We're chasing our toddlers through our kitchen. But there are those times where you want just that little extra something. Maybe it's a girl's night, a wedding, a date night, a work event. If you're looking for that little extra confidence boost, you need Rejuvalift. Rejuvalift delivers dramatic results to minimize the look of lines, wrinkles, crow's feet, those 11 lines that I have between my eyebrows, I use it on the bags under my eyes. Guys, it works in four minutes and delivers results up to seven hours. I've tried it. I'm obsessed. And now Squats and Margaritas listeners can get 20% off at rejuvaliftbeauty.com using code margaritas. That's R-E-J-U-V-A liftbeauty.com and use promo code margaritas. You need this in your life. Shipping is free. You get 20% off. Go to rejuvaliftbeauty.com. Now back to squats and margaritas. It's important to remember, and this doesn't have to be from, from, you don't necessarily have to be funny to do this, but it is a good reminder that like, we all appreciate the person who just says the truth a little bit. And it like brings everybody down a notch. Like we're all doing our best to like stay above board. But if somebody just goes, I don't know, you guys, I, I I really shit the bed on that art project for the kids. I have no idea what we're supposed to do. Like, if we just say it, then everyone's like, oh, God, me too. Yes. I like you, we, we all of a sudden become very human and it feels way easier than the these. Why do we these expectations we put on ourselves are just they're already ingrained in us naturally as mothers. I don't know a mom that's like, I'm fine. Just passing. I'm killing just, it. Uh, yeah. Barely, a C is fine. But we should be like. Hey, everybody's okay. Like as long as everybody's fed and happy and kind of happy and we're all having moments together that offer a, a little bit of levity here and there, like we're all doing okay, you know, but we don't do that as moms. Cause we can't, it's like impossible for us to give ourselves a break. So you don't need another outside force doing it too. 
do you get like trolled for that? Like if you're complaining about motherhood or do people like, I, I can't see you guys getting like hate, but do people be like, you're a mom, like you shouldn't, do you have like trolls and- Dudes that say really bad stuff. I mean, Why are women dudes even of... following iMom so, except Jason Momoa, we love that Jason well, Momoa's we following. We don't, we don't mind it because a, a lot of times like we'll get a, a dad who's like, I'm a stay at home dad or like, I feel everything you guys feel or, you know, like, yeah. and plus there's no like, we always say like, we're like, yeah, our husbands are not like the 1950s dads. They're modern dads. They're involved. They're as much as involved in the kid's life. They don't like come home and pour a scotch and, you know, read the paper or not. Yeah. You know, yeah, so we don't let them have time for that. <laughs> but if somebody does say something crappy, it usually is some random dude. And then if a woman does another woman will kind of like come to our defense and be like, Hey, they're just trying to make, and she's like, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm having I'm a really heavy period. And that, like, yeah. they apologize. It's wow. great. There, there is one time that I, and this is why I love Jen so much because she, she can just react very quickly. And sometimes I get like, what? Like a deer in headlights, but we were doing a live and like, it was a, a live through Facebook. So like a, you know, a streaming live yeah. and th it's all women. It was like a holiday one. So who knows? But then there was this one dude and he got in there and he's like, I really want to see your underwear or something like that. <laughs> I wonder what what did you do? <laughs> Jen was like, no, you don't, sir. No, you don't. And then we just painted the most awful. Like if that guy came in with a boner, he left with a broken leg. Like that guy, he will rue the day he ever tried to chime in to get any kind of like sexy action from us because we couldn't have destroyed him faster. But I think that is um, the thing that, uh, that, we've learned through all of this is people can have bad days. People can say mean things. Um, we try really hard to manage that with a little bit of, um, comedy as well, but sometimes people do say things that hurt your feelings. There's, and it's weird because there are times that I'm like, Oh, this is going to piss somebody off and we're fine. And then yeah. you go get your daughter's ears pierced at Claire's and everybody has an opinion exactly. and you're like, what the, f <laughs> it, it's a weird world we live in. But I think that Jen and I understand sometimes we will shoulder some things that we just have chosen this. And we we're not surprised. We're kind of like, but, but, um, I think we both realize as comedians, there's always, a, you're always walking a fine line. Yeah. And when you're walking a fine line, do your husbands ever have thoughts or do you ever get in trouble? <laughs> you know, I was going to say though, about like, if yeah. somebody does say something mean, yes, I think good with that. the most upset we get is if we feel defensive of each other, we're right. like, no, 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 no. You, yeah. know, you don't know her. You don't get to, you don't get to yeah. like, I love that kind of thing. Like, yeah. and then our husbands every once in a while, we have to tell them like, let it go. Don't yeah, because they feel, you know, protective of us. But I think both of the husbands are really good sport about it. Mine's a little bit, but sh not shy is not the right word, but introverted. He, some, <laughs> he's a little more reserved. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes I say Stephanie's like, Oh my God, my aunt May is going to see that. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. And I don't ask or care. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually I go, I, at one point, I think it was about Jason Momoa. I go, babe, like, cause I, you know, I do have a heart and I care about him deeply, <laughs> but I go, Hey, like at no point you're, you know, that I'm, this is all just fun and we're just being silly. And he's like, 
yeah. Plus I know you don't have a chance. And I'm like, hold on. You're like, Oh yeah. That mean? He's like, well, you're exactly true. like your wedding vows. If I recall, yeah. just all this is exactly that. how we love each other. No, we, we both, have, we both have husbands who are super supportive of this and also have been with us through this whole thing. So like Britt and Colin are both behind camera. They, they do this oh. thing that keeps us really, um, clicked in not only with each other, but with what we're trying to say, because if at any point we don't want to sound complaining, we want to nuance it. So it isn't complaining. And so they'll, whether they tell us or they yawn or they're checking their sports apps, we're like, we need to turn this up a notch. And then we generally find that thing with each other that makes us laugh really hard or dials it up a notch. And then we're in this sweet spot. And it is a lot of times because of them. I talked about like how the magic is your best friends, but like they say never go into business with a friend or a family member. Have you ever like been in a fight or like just a little bit, something's going on, but you have to go on stage or something like what happened? Oh yeah, we have a rule. We can punch, but no faces. Just punch, uh... punch in the boob. I think I heard you say that once. Got her butt. Yeah. Well, I mean, we How do, do you fake we're, it though. If you're pissed off, like, much, and then you have to. We always say like our uh, our relationship with each other is probably better than with our husbands because we have to resolve things. We have to like. Yeah. Let it go. You know, you, yeah. we, you can't carry a grudge, you know, and, you know, we're lucky too. neither one of us is like stealing money. If not, I don't pay attention. I, so, I don't pay attention no. either. She could like buy yeah. a Tesla and I would have no idea. Uh, yeah, it is. Interesting. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> I mean, did you, best, you basically just got permission. <laughs> um the, the truth is, is in the very beginning, I remember um, because this thing took off so fast, all yeah. of a sudden we did find ourselves in the middle of a business and like we were was so excited about everything that was happening. And I knew, but there was a moment where I was like, oh no, is this going to change our friendship? Cause the friendship was so valuable to me. Yes. I didn't want, I didn't know. I was like, oh God. But then I realized that like, there would be no one I can partner with more than Jen, because I knew that we both had like this work ethic that was like unmatched. And I, I knew I trusted her implicitly that like her, not only just the comedy stuff, but like how she approached people, how she approached life. We're both from the same place. We both had the same wants and needs. I knew she would like look out for my kids. I would look out for her kids. Like we were, we would be together in this. And I think that is the thing that's been really extraordinary about the experience is we are in business together. So where people would be able to take like, not advantage, but I would be more likely to like take a lower offer or do because it's me by myself. But then when Jen's in there, I'm like, no, 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 like her, she's really good. Like, this is worth more than this. We're going to hold out like that. It makes you um, a different kind of business person in it. It's been really great that way. I think it's easier to come to it being friends than like starting a business and then becoming friends. Because I think that we like sort of know and understand each other's crazies and can allow some grace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it was just straight up business, you'd be like maybe colder about it or something. But like yeah. our families are so like intertwined sort of now that you're, yeah, we're like, just having to take care of each other, kind of, you know, so we, we had the 
craziest thing happened. And we, you know, we uh, started these videos and very quickly it became a TV deal. And then we were able to shoot a pilot for CBS, which is like kind of unheard of, honestly. And we made it to the end. We got beat out by the neighborhood, which is still on TV, like all heavy hitter TV people. But we made this the most beautiful pilot. It was such a cool, unbelievable, dreamy experience. And like there isn't more pressure than that. Like there are times when your head is like, is this happening in real life? Like it's going so fast and you're, you're going into these big fancy meetings. I remember like my, my neck would get really hot. Cause I was like, are we on planet earth? But we started doing this bit with each other. And I think this is how friends and business work makes it better. makes it easier. Is like Jen would do this bit where we'd take each other aside. And she's like, is this the meeting where they tell us we're too fat? And then she's like, is it, she's go, is this where they tell us we got to lose weight? Or is this where they're yeah. going to tell you that they're going to have Alyssa Milano play your part? Yeah. And I would get so pissed. I was like, don't make that fucking joke because Alyssa Milano would play this part. And like, we love it, but just one small change. Like, yeah. Like, and then I'm like, fine. So we were like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's like, fine. If you're going to put Alyssa Milano in there, then, but I, you can't cut me out completely. I've got to be the neighbor. Like, yeah. so, <laughs> it would just make us giggle at all of it. And like, I don't think you can get that, which is someone you, you have to have that wow. friendship. That is where the friendship is so powerful and makes everything very manageable. Cause otherwise you'd be terrified all the time to take yeah. any risks. I couldn't, I couldn't do any of this that we do Uh -uh. on my own because like Kristen gets nervous before a live show and I get nervous before I walk out my front door. Like I'm just constantly at a level of like jitter and, but Kristen's good socially. Like she's, she's really charming in meetings and stuff like that. And I'm like, go be funny. Go be funny. I can't. You Meanwhile, before a show, I'm like, oh, I should have been a dentist. I cannot <laughs> even imagine that. You seem so confident. I would. I don't even believe you. You ever oh. not being confident? Look, we have Febreze on our writer, and there's a reason. Okay, <laughs> like that's okay. gross. Before I forget to say this, I totally believe in the universe, and everything happens for a reason. You weren't supposed to get that pilot because you would be the pilot got picked up. You were wrapped up in that, and then this bigger thing is going to come. You're like, I'm sorry, I can't. We're doing this pilot. Um, I don't, do you guys know Christina Kuzmich? She kind of does what you do. She's like on the mom. She has a mom comedy tour. She uh, has books. Oprah yes. hired her to do. So she pitched this reality show that was completely her. Oprah chooses her to my team is going to come in and produce this show. But she did my show and she was like, when we got there, they wanted to change everything about it. And she's they're like, we want you to do this and we want you to say this. And she's like, that's not me at all. And that's not what I pitched. Like you chose me for who I am. And yeah. it ended up, she did it the way they said it got canceled. And now she like has found it doing it her way. So it's yeah, like, I feel like that was a blessing in disguise that that didn't happen. Cause now it frees you up for the next big thing. Thank you. Be. That's a really nice way of looking at it. we, we did not feel it's hard to feel like dire disappointment when you got to have this incredible experience anyway, you know, like it's sad that like the pilot won't be seen or that, but it doesn't mean we're done by any means. It just means that like, there's a place for it. And it was really cool. It was really cool. What just cause they didn't take it. And we are, no, yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's all these awesome, like women that work at the networks that have been like super supportive of us and are, you know, continue to give us opportunities and stuff like that. The problem will always be, I think with those kinds of shows, like what, what's her name? Christine, Christine, that you were talking about. 
Christina, that it's like they say, we love this thing that you're doing. Let's change it. <laughs> yes. And you're like, oh, like, in, you know, in our pilot, it was like we're wearing matching pajamas and all this stuff that we like didn't do in real life. And we're like, OK, this feels a little. Yeah, we definitely stepped away from it and we go, huh? Like we always talk about turning the dial like over five clicks and we were like, this turned it over three clicks and needed oh, like two that. more clicks. And yeah. we, will, we will figure that out. And when we do, it will be perfect. And yes. maybe it is Alyssa Milano. I don't know, but I'm just <laughs> saying like, we, we don't feel done at all with it. And we feel like there's yeah. a lot more that we're gearing up to do for sure. Squats and margaritas is about balance. And I wanted to know how do each have two kids you're on tour your mom, mm-hmm. it's picture day. Somebody has soccer. Like, how do you find the balance? Have you found it? How do you strive to find balance as being like a working mom? <laughs> You're shaking your head. No, there's no balance. None. We cry a lot. None. None. <laughs> okay, good. Send me, Send me notes. None. Okay. Uh, I remember last night being like, hey, good job. You didn't cry today. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I really do like find small joys to be very important in the day because if you have kids at all and you're trying to balance, I think that is um, a tricky word, right? Isn't it kind of like one of those like social media words that we try to like balance everything? I just don't know that yeah. it can be done. <laughs> I know. Okay. I'm finding I, that. I can't. I don't like this idea that um, everything's compartmentalized into work, into home, because I think for women, it all like blends together. And that's oh, why really? this like this argument about do you work from home? Do you you work away from the home? It's also dumb because you're never if you are a female surgeon, you are thinking about picture day while you're doing brain surgery. Like there's no separation like men have men go into a meeting and they can kind of like shut down like that. Everybody was screaming. Like, at oh, I have kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> women, women can't, but I do. I think sometimes each day you can balance little bits of stuff where it's like, um, like I, I'm going to tell the truth Saturday night I prayed and I was like, please don't let me yell at the kids tomorrow. Please let me use a nice voice. Let me like be like a parenting book because Saturday had been like such a long day and it was better Sunday. My house was destroyed. Like everything was like a mess. Right. It's give and take what gets balanced. Yes. Balance to me feels like you have to have a straight A on your report card, you know, like that's, that's not the, what balance really is. If it was really balanced, it would be like, we want you to have a B plus average. So some things are going to be a C and some things are going to be an A and some things are going to be a B and that's okay. That's pretty good. So I think it is more about give and take than it is balanced because we just can't do it all. And the expectation to, to do that, I think is really harmful, not to sound too grim, but it it's unattainable. So not the word imperfect isn't even like the right word. You just feel like you cannot do anything. And that is a slippery slope. So you just have to remember that like, Hey man, you put pants on good job, like steal a cup of coffee, have a moment, do something that makes you happy for 30 seconds and like, keep going. Cause I have such a hard time turning it off. Like totally having a brand and like, I have a four and a six-year-old and like, I'm giving Oof. ass and I'm like thinking about, and I'll be like, what? Or something. Cause I'm thinking about something. I can't 
turn it off and then just be mom mode or we're playing a game and I'm thinking about like something that I have to post. It's so hard for me to be present. And I have guilt about that because I'm like, I'm not even paying attention. I don't even know if they notice, but I'm hard on myself about like, be you're with your kids, be with your kids, but I can't shut it off. Well, four and six year old, they're not coming to the table with like yeah. really sparkly conversation. You're not like, <laughs> they're not that interesting. They're not yet. that interesting. Yeah. Honestly, they, they're, they're needy. It's their fault. I know. What am I looking forward to? Like, what do I need to worry about? Your kids are like, how much older? How, how old are your kids, Chris? 11 uh, and nine are mine. And then nine and seven. Oh. They what? know so much more than you more do than us. about oh. everything at all times. <laughs> and you're never right. Mm-mm. No, you know nothing. Like, they say things like, do you even know what comedy is? And you, <laughs> you're like out. And uh, they they say mean things. They're tweens, so they don't care about um, us. They're we are just a bouncer at a club who is coming down on their fun, and <laughs> that's it. Or we work security, and that's it. So, but you know what? Like every phase is different, and every and give yourself a break about being present because. You know, it is tough when they're that little four and six where you're not really like enjoying Elmo together. Do you know what I mean? Like, you no, know, head- I don't know what you mean. I enjoy Elmo. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I no, really I know exactly what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're there and you're yes. like, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. I, I think, too, it's that the landscape of work, it looks so different now, especially because of COVID. But both I mean, Kristen and I will be like, I'm going to shut my phone off now because you got to catch up on life or you want you do want to have like family game night. And if you see that phone lights up, you're like, this could be important. Do I need to get <laughs> yeah. this? I, like and I, I tell my kids as honestly as I can. I'm like, listen, if I was like a pre op a nurse or something, I'd be gone from seven in the morning until six at night. So that I'm here in this time frame is very lucky. Like yeah. you're, you're there a lot for your kids and you have to give yourself credit for that. There are times where you're like, Oh, cause I'm home. Should I be giving them my 100% attention all the time? No. <laughs> Mine didn't. Mine Pat, like, yeah, just look at your own parents and ask that question. My parents would be like, what in the hell are you talking about? We pay attention to you during meals and that's it. Yes. That's right. Like you were fed and you had somewhere to sleep. Like go play with your brother, go play with your sister. And why do we hold our, or I hold myself to such a standard that like, I need to be present. Social media is the answer because you see everybody's puts out there and my friends that do a nine to five job and then they come home and they, it's like dinner with the family and then they're reading books at night. And I'm like, how the hell I feel like I have to measure up to that because they're doing it. I get to work from home. I should have it easier. And I can't. They're crying in the shower, just like you. They're like, they're crying in the shower. They're struggling. It's give and take. Nobody's got it figured out. The ones that act like they've got it figured out are the ones that are generally like sneaking in the closet, like they're (laughs) winkies and like whatever. But, but again, like I get what you say. Like you're, we, we had to establish work hours for Jen and I, because otherwise we would just work all of the hours. And in the beginning, that's that's all we did. I work all the hours beginning, middle and end. You've got to have both. And like, now I tell myself, Kristen, you're going to take a lunch and Kristen, like both of us have after school activities. So it works out really great because like between three and six, we're just like, it's really hard for us to do anything. And we established that very early on. We were like, these hours are kind of the hours we have with the kids because they're back from daycare or they're back from uh, preschool. And those are really key hours. Now we might gear up again at eight o'clock at night because we're, 
editing videos and whatnot, but the establishing work hours is something we really still strive to do because we're more efficient in that time. And also it gives us a time to live our lives. It's, it is tricky. It's super hard. It's very hard for me. I have to like tell myself, Oh, today's office hours. You only have to work from this time to this time. Otherwise I'll sort of do it kind of all the time. I do it all the time. And then I'm like, if I do this now, I'm setting myself up for tomorrow so I can be present with the kids. So I'll do it now. But then there's always like another thing to do. I'm always trying to like set myself up. Well, we, if we're, if we're like traveling or something and we feel like we're kind of stealing time away from the family, we give ourselves a couple days off during the week too, to like catch up and get back. What What's next? Like, I know you guys are on tour. What's coming up? Well, we're, we're going to end our tour in November, but it's been extraordinary and awesome. And we love doing the live show. We have a few shows left. And then I think we're going to, we, there's some stuff we can't talk about yet, oh. but definitely. Um, what else we're, oh man. Yeah. Got a couple things on the cooker and, uh, we're going to just keep, uh, chugging away at uh, content, which is very important to us to get back in the playroom. Yes. And uh, Jen's going to do TikTok dances that are really <laughs> um, sultry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should. Thank you so much for doing this and for all your time and good luck with your tour. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having us. This was so fun. Thank you so much for listening to the Squats and Margaritas podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of Squats and Margaritas. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.